Can't Say on the Radio podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Benny off this week returns to the show and the podcast for the uh, next installment. Just Jeff and Laura. Not just Jeff and Laura. It's Jeff and Laura. Have a little confidence, a little oomph. Okay, so uh, week two in the new studio. How do you feel? I feel good about it. I mean, I'm a very big person. I like to... (laughs) Wait... That did not come out the way that I wanted it to. Do you want me to edit that? I'll take that out of the (laughs) podcast. No, you don't have to edit it because I am a giant. Like, I'm very Amazonial. But, uh, no, I'm a very big fan of stand-up desks. Uh, Up until we had moved to this new studio, the current studio that we were in before was the only studio in my entire career where I've ever had to sit down during the show. Whether you are by yourself or with somebody else, the way that you... Like, I'm going to start having better posture as I say this because you probably will too while listening. The way that you present your body does release a sort of energy. I'm not trying to sound like some life coach right now. (laughs) I mean that, though, especially when it comes to show business, which is what our job is. But also for anything that you do, if you're in any kind of business meeting, you are having a meeting with a realtor or you're trying to get a mortgage or something. The way that you hold your body will really, you know, change how people look at you, and also the energy that you put out there. So I think it's really important to be able... I say this as I'm sitting, sitting down, but that's because... Yeah, you're sick because you're comfy. Yeah, it's because I got a little um, sleepy. But, you so know, I love the stand-up studios. My uh, arms are crossed only because I'm a little cold and I don't have a sweater. So that I'll just let it be known. Mm. There's zero friction and no negativity. I'm just... I'm doing the shorts and the golf shirt. And today, the, the air is just... It's, there's two... Now I'm There's three up. extra ice cubes in the AC that we don't need today. Yeah, I know. I actually noticed as I was filming Get Us Gossip. So today's Thursday, but normally I film Get Us Gossip for CTV Kitchener. And uh, I had to adjust the camera because my nipples were definitely showing. Oh, that happens. Yeah, you know what? I'm fine with freeing the nip, but just I not on TV. I'm not I mean, there yet. Why? It'll be a Jennifer Aniston Friends moment. I mean, look, no, at, it made because, Rachel super famous. See, that's the thing between Jennifer Aniston's girls and mine is that you will never, there will never be an article saying, did Laura get a boob job? Because it is so obviously no. No, I did not. You will understand this. You will, if you were a woman, you'd get this, okay? Some friends will always be like, why don't you just let, like, why do you bother wearing a bra? Well, guess what? Some people still have to. Some people, no matter what their age, things have always pointed south. And we've talked, we've all talked, I think, individually about some plastic surgery, whether it's flying to Turkey for me to get some uh, some hair plugs, because mm-hmm. uh, it's crazy affordable in comparison to North America. Had, had We've talked about, did did you reference, like, were, had you, were you debating a boob job? No, I've always said I'll get a boob you, job if, if. I get like to a really low body fat and I lose my boobs again. Okay. Uh, okay. Otherwise, like I'm just too cheap, and like beautiful but, Brazilian cyber cops already seen them already. Like, but to, but I wouldn't get it. Like, a, I'm happy with the size I got going on. I just perk them up a little bit. That's fair. The gravity wins with everyone. You yep. you just can't avoid it. That that's fair. Yeah. Maybe in a couple of years they'll just have a way to inject so much Botox in there they'll just hold themselves up. That just <sighs> seems way easier than a day surgery. I wonder how much muscle plays. Well, does just to skin, how much sag. Here we are, two medical idiots talking about no, this stuff as I'm caressing my but, own breast. But, yeah, Jeff is actually just, full out feeling himself up right now, which is great because these new studios have windows. Oh, and people, people... Oh, good. Yeah, I just oh, got... Yeah, some, someone watched me caress my breast. See, I don't even know who oh, that is. Oh, that... Uh, Did uh, I meet that's, them already? That's uh, news director. Oh. That's news director, Steve. Hello, Steve. Glad you can see Jeff 
touching his boobs. I'm proud of them. I've, I've been working away. They're, they're no beautiful Brazilian boyfriend. He genetically is blessed there. What? That's, no, 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 no. Watch well, your genetic- mouth. He has made that himself. I don't deny. But here's the thing. You you put in the work, but there's a genetic blessing that comes with you. You get into anything bodybuilding, they'll talk about no, he puts the form the of work. muscle. I, I didn't say he didn't put in the work. You have to have a many things in body composition. In regards to like how muscle is laid out on that. the body on his skeleton. However, I do think that sometimes you, people use that as a cop out and as to not look a certain way where you can almost get you just you might have a little hip dip here or whatever. Right, right. Anybody could have pecs like the beautiful Brazilian boyfriend, so long as that you're physically able to do the same exercises as him, or even alternatives that work the same muscle groups. It's just he he eats very well. He is always like meat and rice or like he is not me. He's protein, balanced yeah. carbs, all the healthy kind of things. You yeah, need. that's why he has the body that he has. And I has still have the COVID-19. Uh, there, But there are. And I'd be curious to know how, how much it matters. You're right. They, when you aim and you work on certain body parts, but some people, they're just they're must like the, the muscles that lay on their skeleton are more well-defined and more well-balanced. I'm not talking about someone who has a big boiler and like, yeah, I can't work out. I don't get muscles when I work out. I just get fatter. I get thicker. No, 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 no. You have to eat a lot of protein to gain that muscle. You do. If I could show you his before pictures of how skinny he used to be, he was never a muscular person. He actually used to be really obese, too. Like He would tell me stories of how him and his brother... You know, Brazil is the same thing. You go to the convenience store, you got the slushy machine. Him and his brother would get large slushies and then they'd fill up their cups. They would go walk around the aisles and like, you know, pretend that they're browsing. They would drink a whole large slushie and then refill it and then pay for it. I'm telling you, the dude has had like he has earned every ounce of beautifulness both inside and out. That's uh, that's a lot of sugar. Wow. Yeah. So I'm telling you, you can you can start from anywhere. Maybe that inspires you. But anyway, new studios. Sorry to get back, went on a bit We're of a tangent there. It's a podcast. It gets a little loose in that. Um, thing. they're great. I like the new studio vibes. I like the location. I like that we can see out of a big window and can stand up. And uh, I like having more people in the same building too. Yeah. Yeah, they push, and like a lot of places, they push back kind of the, quote, reopening to have the office staff that otherwise would be working here. That's till October. So, hey, the good thing is, though, we'll get to break everything in first before they do because they redid the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So we we got a lot of perks here. Oh, there's Greg. There's our favorite guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't wait. Oh, I'm 0 us. for 2. Two days of giving him the good morning wave and getting nothing. Nothing at all. Pre- I'm, He's a I, busy guy. I get it. He's got a lot on his plate. Um. We are into the uh, the very short political push season. So this is not a podcast about politics. It's about something funny in regards to campaigning. And if even if you live in an apartment, you've had a door hanger put on your door handle. If you've got a house, same thing. You've even got some people canvassing. Hi, could we talk to you about uh, your, your local candidate for the blah, blah, blah party? Yeah. The conservatives, six spelling mistakes on their door hanger. You misspelled Ottawa. You only put one T in Ottawa. Who doesn't check that? How many people do things like, it's the government. The government is nothing but red tape. You have like 18 people doing the same job. So the fact that this got missed, they, uh, in acting, they forgot the I in the I-N-G portion. Um, action, they spelt it A-C-T-O-N. 
you can ignore that. That was me sending us photos for uh, oh, okay. promoting our podcast. <laughs> um, but I uh, do not think that aside from them just completely ruining their own campaign. I mean, that's the second flyer no-no that they've had because the original was this marketing company that sent out these flyers that were kind of masked as invoices. And they said it only got sent out to a certain group of people. Like they hadn't been able to mass send it out yet, but they were already in trouble over that. But then, so what do you think the situation is here? Do you think it's the same marketing company completing the rest of their contract? Because a marketing company wouldn't respond for comment. Or do you think that they had to pivot at the loss of their marketing company and had two extremely overworked and underpaid people do it? (sighs) Could be a little column A. I feel it's more column B, I think they're... But they're not cheaping out. Like the hundreds of millions of dollars that this federal election is going to cost, and especially such a short window, is mind-boggling to me. I'll always say there's better ways to spend our money because the government has no money. It's taxpayer money. Yep. The thing that I, as I get older and you try to read more and get into politics because, I mean, we have a vested interest. I mean, it, it's our tax dollars. We get up, we go to work every day. You want the country to be better. We pro- You probably have friends in your circles, like your boyfriend. How many conversations has he talked about Brazil and the corruption of politicians? Yeah. I mean, I mean, and Brazil's really interesting, too, because as messed up as that country is, they're also, it's it's so easy to see how bad uh, misinformation can spread on social media mm-hmm. and people's blatant biases for their own party where they want to ignore fact. Uh, because, like, wh- for example, when all those wildfires broke out, yeah, that it was so, like, people like Cristiano Ronaldo, it, it's funny because a lot of people are against Brazil's current prime minister for a number of very <laughs> valid reasons. Yeah. However, they wanted to politicize those wildfires that happened, one, They happen every single year. Two, Canada is on fire right now, and no one is making a peep about it. You don't see Leonardo DiCaprio posting. You don't Mm -hmm. see Cristiano Ronaldo posting. But there were some celebrities posting about those wildfires that were fires from years ago on Argentina's side of the Amazon rainforest. There were fires from years past. Like, it's just... That's why I, I take everything with a grain of salt. Like I don't know who I'm voting you for yet, and I wouldn't tell you on this podcast because, honestly, I don't don't want to. Um, But I... I'm up in the air still. I have a lot of reading to do, and that's it. I don't want to hear anyone else's opinion. I just want to hear my own. That's it. How about this one? All I want, um, well, there's a lot of virtue signaling, and that's that's the trouble we will, we, with social media, to get a like, to get a follow. The thing that in, in politics, I wish this change would happen, but I don't believe it will, and the reasons are obvious. But the campaign promises, we're going to do this, and we'll do that, and new jobs mm-hmm. here, and new development there, and... And then little to nothing happens, but there is there's no recourse. There's no penalty for it. It's to me, you uh, you clearly define and outline your plan of what you want to do. What's your timeline within reason? We understand it. Some things take some time. But if you're making a campaign promise to get votes and then you don't live up to what you said you would do that to me, they need to be held accountable. Because at this point, we've seen all forms of governments with all parties come in and spend money, um, blow up contracts, and then pay hundreds of millions, if not a billion dollars for a penalty for something that didn't come together. It's just so much waste. And then they come back. And right now, the big thing, and this is a bunch of parties, so I I can talk about it. Same as you. I don't want to break it all down, but they want to lean in and tax people on, 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 on capital gains. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not going to get into like the details of people's parties because I just don't yeah. want to. I don't want to be 
but to take that that ability take that that option now for canadians i mean you would impact the housing community in many folds it it drives the economy to go in there for think of people that have been in their house for 45 years and they paid 30 grand we all have that relative that paid thirty thousand dollars and now with the market it's worth a million bucks to pay tax on all of that yeah Again, I'm not going to get into the details of anybody's party. I'm not, I don't want to do, mm. but I will say it's really funny because now with TikTok, people are like, you know, you have a whole younger generation that's able to vote this yep, time. Yep. And the TikToks that I've seen making fun of all the parties, like conservative, liberal, NDP, for any promises that they've made in the past and haven't followed through on. Yeah. Those are funny. They are. Well, and it's it, making elections fun again, honestly, because they're lighthearted enough that I don't think they're misinformation. Yeah. But, you know, for some certain parties that have promised to make housing cheaper or to make affordable housing. And it's like, uh, you know, that one TikTok sound where it's just like, OK, well, if you if you stay I'm going to give you a discount. Well, no, I'm still going. Well, if you stay, I'm going to buy you a whole car. Like, it's just like, that's the audio that it's synced up to. Well, it'll be interesting, too, because as you acknowledge, yeah, it's a it's a younger demo. And 40% of eligible voters are millennials. So this is going to be an interesting little play. Like, that. that's yeah. a lot of power with a younger crowd that now they're really vocal because a lot of issues are affecting them. Where in the past, it was just kind of like, let things slide, not care so much. I also think, and I don't know if it's because millennials are, are you know, a lot of them are in their 30s now mm-hmm. or you're getting there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like in my group chat, we've had like brief politics chats too, just kind of like sharing information on who you want to vote for. I think between me and my friends, we're pretty open-minded. Like we would never let who you're voting for cause a rift yeah. in the friendship. However, that's the first this is the first election I've ever talked politics with any of my friends about anything. You know, and we do it in a way that we don't again, I don't the last thing I want to do, I'm just between COVID and like all this stuff, I don't want to sit there. If you you vote for who you're going to vote for. That's it. Yeah. Let them do the deciding, do your research, that's it. Same thing. In the past, you'd want to have a conversation because you'd want to find out, like, what's your point of engagement? Why are you interested in this party or or their policies now? I think we're all like... It gets too angry now. People don't know how to... Even people who I used to be able to have, like, I'm talking about, you know, some older relatives. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I just think with the way people are in COVID and stuff, let's... Healthy debate is wonderful. However, I think at this atmosphere in the world right now, have those with people who you truly know it can be a healthy debate with. And other than that, you lock it up, you keep that in your heart, and you save it till post-pandemic. Maybe in the world is a little bit less on fire. Stuff like that. My, I love that. Exactly. And I think because of COVID, everything's heightened. So people are so alarmed and so angry. So they try to get it out and they'll attach it to talking politics, talking COVID, etc. Yeah. Sarah's grandma had the best line. She said, because... It was often don't talk about politics or religion because it'll end up or in money. a fight or money. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, you could almost say that's almost under umbrella. But yeah, she said, let's talk about something you can eat. And then you turn into great recipe ideas. Yeah. Well, this is every, every beginning of this podcast is almost always about food. We should <laughs> yeah. almost just brand that at that point. So then people don't think that we're like a food podcast, but we kind of have become one just because we love talking about. Food. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, you know, interestingly enough, I do think. In a non-angry world, it would be great if we could get to a point where people could talk about politics freely enough Mm -hmm. and money. Like, I think money is something that I actually have started to talk with people more about. Like, hey, have you started investing? Like, here's what I did. And here are some things that I've learned in 10 years, you know, negotiating. Because, like, I have friends who have never had to negotiate a contract. And I think 
I'm so happy that I've found some podcasts in the last couple of weeks that have shared that knowledge. Like people are willing, instead of bottling up all their knowledge on stuff like that, that could benefit other people and just trying to be greedy with it. They're yeah. like, no, we'll share, share that with everybody. It'd be great if you could get to that point with politics. Oh my God. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know if we'll be around for it, but I mean, I'm just going to throw it out into the universe. You never know what happens. Once you say it, it's out there. That's right. No, I, Hey, I like the optimistic approach because th- there can be, that's all you can be right now. Chunks with, with, lack of optimism so I, I love that vibe but no you've really like the money thing too that was part of your like 30 flirty and thriving your big glow up like you were and you've made that promise you've kept I've it gone through i am going to be real with you since i started listening to like i am going through a huge life change right now like right now i started listening to self-help podcasts on my drive to work because i have a long commute i've always i've always never minded the drive to work aside from the wake-up time i yeah. mean leaving the house at 4 30 in the morning that's a little yeah you just made like a yeah. face and that's kind of waking up at that at 3 30 in the morning is a little <laughs> itch but but i've never minded the drive to work because i like get time to think yeah and just vibe the drive home is a little more survival mode like stay awake or go to the en route have a nap but listening to self-help podcasts on my drive to work has completely I just when by the time I get to work I feel so accomplished already because I've already learned a bunch of stuff and Mm -hmm. absorbed a bunch of information and it also wakes up your brain I can think about stuff that because of the commute if you're a commuter where you work shift work you have kids and you find you don't have time and stuff Find a way to educate yourself while you're doing something else. That's why podcasts have been so helpful to me because I would never have this time to invest into myself. And I said, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I said to myself, I want to make use of my commute in a better way than I've been doing. I love listening to music and all that stuff. Yeah. But I want to do something else with that time. Well, you, you're winning. Hashtag winning. Yeah. Hashtag Tiger Blog. A little, little Charlie Sheen reference there. No, absolutely. That same thing in killing time in the backyard or as you and Benny call it my hobby um I got into the podcast thing a couple of years ago and I was all over and there's like I'll say it and I I, I will feel eye rolls when when people hear oh. me it's Joe Rogan now <laughs> what he's done though he has introduced me to interesting people and I'll go follow to see if they the have a podcast yeah 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 because I I do not agree with everything he says I would love for his response to COVID to be just take vitamins and work out and you'll be fine. Um, it doesn't unfortunately play out that way. Um, but but that being said, he also has interesting angles on things where he will wholeheartedly agree with a guest and or disagree and have three hours of dialogue on it. So to me, it, I've learned more about having conversations with people. That's the root of what I was trying to explain. So it for that, I, I welcome it. But he has got me onto a couple of different health podcasts, one that actually took me down the path of getting my blood tested because I'm on a pill for, for GERD for uh, acid reflux. And unfortunately, there aren't any surgical procedures to Let's rectify it. it. Yeah. So I have to stay on this pill basically for the rest of my days. But it makes me vitamin deficient in a few areas. And I was unaware. My doctor said, oh, if you feel it. Well, I wasn't feeling it, but I did the blood work. And I was defi- like vitamin B, vitamin C big time. Oh, man. Um, yeah, vitamin D a little bit, but that's easily solved. Get some D in you, Jeff. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> so for that information, in finding a couple of incredibly smart people that led me to local doctors, that's what I love about the environment of a podcast. If you get people that have access to big, smart brains and- the trickle-down effect helped me figure that out. And I, I feel better. I have way more energy. There was a time where like, I was yawny and sleepy all the time because I was unaware of those deficiencies. Yeah, and I'll be real with you. I did not understand podcasts until at all, until 
I didn't even really get podcasts when I had started the show and started doing one with you guys. I yeah. was like, honestly, who wants to listen to this stuff? And not because of us, but I just, I though I just couldn't wrap my head around why you would want to listen to one. And I know that sounds so stupid of me as a person <laughs> in radio. And now I love them. I don't know what it was. It was just some brain block in my head. Uh, maybe it was because like when they were first popping off like five years ago at work, they yeah. were like, okay, we'd like you to try to start podcasting. And we kind of tried one, the old show I used to be on with no direction or anything. And now that I've been doing them for a while, I understand that's the whole point of them. But at the time, like it just was weird for me, but I'm so grateful for podcasts because especially I'm like, I, I'm like that meme where people just are like, girl, boss, boss, babe, boss. <laughs> I'll never post that kind of stuff online, but I just, I do love learning and I'm so grateful for all the podcasts and all the different uh, like avenues that people yeah. are like, hey, I'm not, I know I have learned a lot about this or I grew up with this unique experience and instead of keeping it all to myself, I'm going to share it with you and I'm going to tell you what you can learn from an experience you might not ever have. The DIY stuff that I've picked up, uh, obviously videos are <clears throat> are handy because they give you the visual to it, but there, I, I ended up, it was it was watching, uh, it was a Joe Rogan, but then he had a, a friend who was a hunter, a custom builder. Then they talked about this guy in this eco house he built. Next thing I know, I'm onto this small dude out of Oregon, and then he had a Canadian guest on, and I'm learning stuff about uh, doing electrical work in my house. The minor stuff, obviously, because I don't want to burn it down. Yeah, did they audio walk you through it? Uh, yeah. Okay, left cord, blue. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not, not the- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's super interesting. And the fact that you, there's so much information and knowledge out there, you would like to believe, you know, it's all factual and true. But there's, I think, as you get older and wiser, you're able to stop and dissect and go, all right, this, this is really where it's at. But uh, podcasts, they're, they're great. I The next phase, and we've talked about this too with Audible, I just don't want to, for, for books on tape, I don't want to have to pay another subscription service of 15 Yeah, to we bucks. were talking about this off air yesterday because yeah. I was saying how I've been listening to some self-help podcasts and learning some stuff and I debated getting books instead, but I just don't want another subscription service. And also with all the podcasts that are available, I don't mind listening to the ads that are in the middle of them. Like mm-hmm. when I hear them, I either, well, or I do the skip ahead 15 seconds because, <laughs> you know, hey Um But... Like sometimes they're done well enough. I'll just listen to them. And the way I see it is like, I'm getting your content for free. I'll stomach the ad. But now that I know you can just skip ahead 15 seconds, I really, hmm, whatever. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. Yeah. For free content. Um, but I'm, I'm stuck. I would love audible. I did that as a gift for a friend. I, I gave her a six month gift card and she was, she said, she said, I totally signed up. I can't get enough of it. And she is crushing books. My thing is I have the idea or the thought of, man, reading all these books would be great. I have six books beside my bed that are about half halfway through. Yeah, I can't do the multi-book thing at a time. And I also either read all the time or I don't read at all. And that's kind of more what I have time for right now is not reading at all. Like if I start the book, I will just keep going until I finish it. And I'm not a particularly fast reader in the sense that I get really distracted. I am the queen of reading something and then thinking about something completely different. I have to go back on podcasts that I listen to as well because I my mind is totally a drifter. I am I am that little door that what's her face was floating out on the Titanic. I am just out to sea. <laughs> oh, Rose. Uh, so are you are you the cuz we we may have this similarity. People are like, "Oh, I read. It helps me get tired." I'll read two pages and fall asleep and wake up to the 
the book smacking me in the face. No. That's my thing. I drift. I'll I'll start reading and I'll read a full page and then my mind wanders and then I have to go back and reread it because I see the words, but I haven't retained it because I'm daydreaming. Yeah, I start to think about other stuff. Reading has never made me sleepy, but maybe. So <laughs> by recommendation of a doctor at the time, try to read. It'll help you not be on your phone before you bed and stuff like that. So I go to, I love, there's something, no matter whether you read or not, there's just something so special about going to Indigo. I just, it's just a vibe in there yep. and I don't, I can't explain it. So I love going there, like browsing the books and like, what do you recommend? Of course, I get a f***ing horror book. <laughs> I get a horror book about this realtor and she's a really popular like thriller writer about a realtor that gets kidnapped and she gets like she gets raped and ends up having a baby and the kidnapper tries to kill her and like all of this terrible, awful stuff. What are you doing? And I was reading it before bed and I am the type of person, especially when I'm underslept, but like I have very vivid and lucid dreams and I also have very many night terrors. So you throw that little horror book in there. Oh my gosh. It was terrible. I yeah. wake up crying. Like it was just not good. <laughs> you need to be reading like nursery rhymes or like the top 20 greatest moments in sports or something. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, your parents say when you're a kid, oh, don't worry. It's just a book or like, it's just on TV. Don't worry. It doesn't mm. exist. And that in, in real life. Yes. But then my brain goes, oh yeah, it can exist in your dreams. Take that. Sucka. So that's one part. Like I'm, dre- I'm dreaming more down uh, during my day naps than my overnight sleep. So I'm, I'm okay with that because I haven't had a dream I've enjoyed. They're either so nonsensical, mm-hmm. nothing connects, or it's a saddie dream, and I don't like saddie dreams. Who wants to have no, those? No, who likes saddie dreams? I know. No so way. I'm even emo me didn't like saddie dreams. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like it just falling asleep and waking up like, oh, time travel. Here we are. Like when you were a kid in the back of the car and you'd fall asleep, you'd be at a family reunion and wake up thinking it was seconds later, but in fact it was 45 minutes later. See, I have had actually, I have had even though in the midst of all my night terrors, I because my dreams are so vivid, mm-hmm. I actually have had dreams that are. So good. I'm almost in tears waking up being like, no way. Take me back. But you know what I learned? I talked about this on the radio like a while ago when I first started noticing all this stuff. And somebody was like, you probably have mad hormonal issues. I was like, oh, there it is. Somebody texted the station at the time. And they're like, yeah, my wife had the exact problems you're describing. You have hormonal issues. But that leads me to my next problem. Okay. These new studios. Yep. Our in. 14-ish, depending on the traffic, minutes away from my house. I do have a hormone test at home, but I have to pee in a jar and freeze it. And I'm not doing that at work. I just, I would be really mad if a coworker had their pee in the shared work fridge. Why do you have to do that? Because you got to ship it away. You got to see what the hormones are. You got to freeze that. I thought it was like, oh, you got to wake up in the morning. It's going to be the first pee. But they freeze it. So, so you have to pack it in like an ice container? It's huh? a, yeah, they give you the kit, which is actually really cool. I always have found it very like ASMR-y when you go and donate blood and they put all the stickers on those little vials. Right. Like it just seems very art attack vibes for me and I've always loved that. So you get to do that with your own pee vials. However, the way that the hormone test works, it's like, I, I forget if it's the first day or the second day, but one of the days you have to take your like first pee and mix it with a second pee or oh. something like that. Okay. And also, they they give you the vials, but they do not give you the original PP cup. So I'm not bringing a cup into work. And you have to, as a woman, you have to line it up with like 
when for me it's like monthly sad so i have to figure out okay like which day do i just really want to cry over everything <laughs> but then you don't know because as a woman it's just like well am i going to feel like piece of shit today or, or is it going to feel worse tomorrow that's the bag of fun that you never know what to expect so i keep missing it thinking that oh man or i think it's not going to happen that month and i've solved it myself and then it eventually happens so to be determined the p dilemma yep mm. but i can't do it at work i can't Maybe I'll take a sick day or something. It's too bad they don't have a local lab that you can just go and pee in a specimen cup and then there it is. Well, it's a specialty test ordered through a naturopath that I had to pay for out of pocket, and that's probably why. But, I mean, they still send it off. They Mm -hmm. gave me the shipping label and stuff, and the results still go to my doctor. Like, this is something that you would still have to do at home. Just you have to figure out when your hormones are at their wackiest, right? So it's not like... It wouldn't make sense to go and do that at the hospital. You'd have to. It makes way more sense to do it at home, not at work or at the hospital. Oh man, that is. I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, I'm. I. I have to do blood tests. That's kind of the extreme of where I'm at right now in my life. I thankfully don't have to freeze my pee and make a pee sickle. Yeah, and, I did some blood tests. Uh, my blood tests, though, my no- doctor said that my tests are some of the best he's ever seen. I'm good on every single vitamin. Good level of iron. Oh, look at you. No deficiencies. That's good. Yeah. It's good. because Especially with- for somebody who doesn't, like, I take them Kirkland gummy vitamins just because I like candy. <laughs> That's it. Well, they're working, so don't change. No, um, I'm not going to. One more I wanted to get to. This weekend, we have uh, our pal Jay's getting married. Oh, yeah. A I'm wedding. so excited. I'm actually very excited for me, you, and Backstage Ben to be in the same place at the same time because last time I was at your place, Backstage Ben couldn't make it. The only time I've been to his place, you couldn't make it. We're never all in the same place at the same time, which sucks because I'm not actually in this area or available to hang out with you guys every single weekend because I I live an hour away. I got my own stuff going on. Uh, And my house isn't ready to have you guys over because I explained this to a friend yesterday. Uh, we only have one washroom in our house right now, and it doesn't even have a fan. I'm just not having people. Is there no fan? Actually, There's no fan. The nice thing is that's fixable. No, it, it's on our list to fix, but it's going to go in with basement HVAC and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So our coworker Jay Stevens' wedding this weekend. I'm so excited. Uh, Benny and I are staying at the hotel, so we actually both check in tomorrow. I actually I got a little present, and I know he's not going to hear this. I got. Warheads gin for us to share on the beach oh, tomorrow. Oh, delicious. I got the black cherry flavor. It's uh it's the Junction Distillery gin, I think. Hang on, Junction. That that might I just be I love me a good gin. Oh, Emperor, sorry, Empress not gin. gin. I meant to say moonshine. Oh, it's going to say yeah. Yeah, that changed your uh Yeah, I, I can't I can't jump into moonshine. That's too high test for me, but like an Empress gin in the in the summer cuz I I'm only a couple of weeks away from shutting the gin thing down. I don't drink it in uh in months outside of summer murphy's law is what it is um and what's the proof on that so it's it no the way that you do moonshine from the distillery now is it's like a normal so the warheads is 20 percent. still that you know you, you drink a little too much of that too quick and you are you're going to be in a different place it's reminded me of the time the first time i drank with my roommate we did shots of sh- uh sourpuss just mixed like half and half with rum 
And that was it. Ooh. That was our what we drank all night. Oh, yeah. I missed my second day of classes in college because of that. <laughs> don't recommend. Don't follow that because it was the wor- one of the worst hangovers I've ever had. But this, I just got a little bottle. They have different flavors, too. They have uh, green apple, watermelon, lemon. Uh, what's the blue? The blue one was the other one I was debating buying. But So that's going to be like tomorrow night's plan is swigging this little bottle. Saturday, I don't even know what to expect. I uh, I think it's going to get a little wild and crazy and out of hand, and, and as it should be. That, for me, so I have eaten the food provided by the caterer because they Ooh, own a couple of local businesses. The food. This is becoming you a food podcast again, no, isn't it? No, I'm sorry, but um, not sorry. <laughs> it is – I you, you're, have you ever had a meal, regardless of who it could be, your, your nana, your grandma, your oma, your aunt, maybe your partner, you made it, where this is how you ate it? Mm-hmm. Mm. You sound a little bit like Ev- OnlyFans. Every <laughs> every bite is deli- Every bite is delicious. That is the meal we are about to experience this weekend. Ooh, yeah. I can't wait. Spoiled. Spoiled. I cannot wait. I went for the poultry option because the I just can't. I can't eat veal. I'll be honest with you. Can't do it. Okay. But I won't tell you my choice then. <laughs> I know, but this is the thing. So I obviously, as the woman in the household, we always end up doing this clerical stuff. I RSVP'd for myself and the beautiful Brazilian boyfriend, and I know he wanted the veal, so I am still going to try a bite. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I'm yeah. Still yeah so try you did what Sarah and I did. Yeah, yeah. I you just one and one. I just can't eat the whole thing in good conscience. Uh, I just can't. So I will try a bite. I'll probably be really jealous, but I just, I still need to know (laughs) if it's already there on the plate. That's, you know, I can't avoid it. That's already happened. Yep. Well, in a bite, I mean, it's, it was already going to be consumed by somebody. So you're not adding an extra. You're just having a little bite thereof. I have already gotten a little sneak peek of the bar from the groom of honor. So that'll be fun. We are emceeing this. We have a lot more emceeing to do than was originally promised, which will be hilarious because I'm still going on my regular schedule that I was going to plan. Oh, I have. I haven't looked at the script of late. I know because remember last time we looked, it was being updated on the fly. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I have my Google Drive up. Let me see. Okay. I'm uh, I'm nervous because here's the thing. I don't mind helping out and emceeing. I just I don't wish to quote perform, if that makes sense. Because it. There are people that it's like, oh, they're just genuinely funny and they're comedians. Ours uh, is a lot of observational uh, humor. So I just don't want that pressure of thinking, well, I would have expected more. That's that's where my worry lies. Who goes to an MC and says, I would have expected more? Well, it's it's a radio wedding. It's going to be very judgy. Yeah, but nobody, that will just be from the radio uh, groom who he will soon realize, it'll be fine. We don't forget, emceeing is like we are just a blip of the night. We're we are insignificant. Well, thankfully, yeah, thankfully we're not the stars in any way, shape, or form. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I'm looking at the whole thing now too. Whew. Well, good luck. Oh man, look at that. Oh, oh, jeez. Okay. That, mm-hmm, oh. Mm-hmm. We should right. almost record next week's episode of the podcast at the wedding. That'd be really fun. No, I think a lot of things are going to get said that we shouldn't say. That's the whole point of things you can't say on the radio. I think that would be really, really fun. I actually have always wanted to start a podcast where I go and interview people at the bar. Just COVID has thrown a huge wrench in those plans where I actually would have started doing it because I was working at the bar before the pandemic hit. And now that bar doesn't exist anymore. But I think that uh, interviewing people, well, you know, in a certain vibe would be very interesting. 
Oh man, we have a there's a lot going on. Whew. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think Jeff is. Uh, uh, do we have to go? Does Jeff have to go study his? Uh, I'm going to have lines? to give this a bunch of a few read throughs. Honestly, I want to make sure this is done right. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there it is. There it is, friends. Um, yeah, we're excited for uh, for Jane this weekend, it, and it's nice to to get back to a little wedding action because we've had kind of obviously that's been on hold for a little bit. So that'll that, that'll be quite refreshing. Forecast though is uh, still a little sticky. So linen shirt it is for this guy. I have my a. Suit. Dress. I gotta tape my boobies in. Well, we can end off on the same note we started off on. Uh, nipples. Gotta make sure mine stays in. <laughs> Let's park it there, friends. Always <laughs> great to chat and slash listen. Uh, thanks for being a part of the podcast and the show. If you ever miss it, it's all available with our daily and weekly podcast on the iHeartRadio app. And we will chat real soon. Bye bye.